<sighs> Isn't this nice? This is a good idea. Yeah, just to get away from it all. Yeah, sky's so clear tonight. Yeah. You don't get to see this in Brooklyn. Look at all those stars. So many stars. You know, they say that there are more um, stars in the galaxy than there are grains of sand on all the beaches on Earth. Wow. Isn't that crazy? You know who said that? Who said that? Some nerd. (laughs) (sighs) Probably Arthur C. Clarke, who, (laughs) you know, whose family's still going to come for you. Well, they're nowhere to be found right now. Uh Just you and me out in the wilderness, roughing it. Yeah. Hey, Ernesto. I'm glad we left our cowboy hats at home. (laughs) What? Oh, I I brought them. Oh, God. Um... So, uh, do you think, um, do you think we'll go to war with Iran? Okay, I was trying to relax out here under the stars, but since you're asking, um, you know what? No, I don't think we are. I think that there's going to be a lot of saber rattling. Um, unfortunately, people are going to die. Uh, people who are in harm's harm's way out there, our troops and stuff like that. Um, we'll probably get cyber attacked by Iran in some shape or form, but I don't think that we'll actually end up going to war or, um, escalating out of control. I think that he's setting up a situation for the next president to have to look out for and try to de-escalate, um, as Republicans often do. They make the mess and then when they leave. They're just like, yeah, I... I think you fix it. I think somebody shit in the sink, but you know, I don't know who. <laughs> Later, you know, and he's he walks up. You know, Trump walks off dragging that like a, a piece of toilet paper stuck in his shoe <laughs> again. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, he's an idiot. Yes. Um. Yes. So, well, what do you think? Are you worrying about this? Uh, yeah, I'm very worried about it. I, I'll be honest with you. Um, I it kept me up pretty much. Almost all night. Like, I kept waking up and thinking about it. Holy cow, did you see that? Shooting star. Yeah. Holy cow. They say that um, every time you see a shooting star, Lindsey Graham goes further up Trump's ass. He must be be pretty far up there. (laughs) I mean, Trump practically has two heads by now. Oh, oh. (laughs) (laughs) One's made of skin. Um, So... So, yeah, I do think I actually think that this is Trump's plan to gain four more years in the presidency. Um, You know, it's an interesting argument because I've heard that before, like uh, a sitting president starting a war while in office and often getting reelected. But I don't think that the American psyche is, is still in that same place anymore. I think that we are fatigued from over a decade and a half. Of war, I I would totally agree with you, if it wasn't for the fact that uh, Trump loves a gimmick, mm-hmm. he loves his gimmicks. Sure, um, and he's not above uh, bringing out um, old timey used car salesman tactics. And I think this is this this is the card he's playing. Yeah, yeah, no, for um, sure, for sure. So I do think he's going to make a move towards. I don't know if he's going to suspend the elections. Oh, he can't do that. <laughs> um, he can't. He he couldn't. You know, uh, he couldn't uh, uh, initiate an airstrike against uh, um, 
you know, a high-ranking Iranian general, but he did that without the approval of Congress. You know, but that's not something unprecedented uh, from prior administrations. But I wish he was unprecedented. I did. <laughs> I like that. I like that. But I, I think there's a big difference between taking an action and not informing Congress and basically upending American democracy uh, overtly. Uh, for him to do that, we literally... I think we'd have to be on a level of basically being invaded <laughs> um, or something along those lines or, or having like the day before would have to, there'd have to be like a nine 11 or something like that. Um, yeah. So I'm not wishing it for, for God's sake, but um, yeah, I don't think he would suspend the elections. He's just going to try to paint himself as a sitting, as a sitting war president. And he's going to do something stupid like, take a picture with a, a general standing behind him or something like that. Just just uh, the typical Trump bullshit, but I think we all know his modus operandi by now, and we're just not buying it, and people are just sick of being involved in war. I mean... He's an impeached president. He's impeached. And yeah. ordering an assassination... The ink isn't even dry on the articles of impeachment yet. Right. And already he's just like, I'm a bad boy. I can show you how bad I'm being. Yeah. No, it's it's to- I mean, I like I said this before. Um, once he's impeached, the way that's going to fuck with his mind, he's just going to start going nuts. He's and This is this is the, and that's why I'm thinking he's going to make do more extreme tactics in order to keep his seat in in the White House. Oh, for sure. For sure. He's going to do much more crazy shit. But here's the thing about Trump. When he does crazy shit, he always tells on himself. And as we've shown in the last month or two, that there's only but so much crazy shit you can do before you are held officially accountable. Like he is, he will forever be impeached. That is going to follow him. If he thinks nothing more can be done to him after this, he's wrong. Um, I, I, like, it, yeah, it's true that, like, God, he, it's, it's dark out here. Like, yeah, when you're, when no, you're, hold on, let me, let when me you're put, away from the city, shit. I know, right? <laughs> hold on. Let me, let me put some more wood in the fire here. Here. There we go. All right. Nice. Ooh, it's nice and warm. Um, but no, as I was saying, right, um, like, uh, I think that whatever action he chooses to do will be backed by the Senate. The Senate will try to block the House at every turn if they try to, you know, seek justice for for um, whatever crazy shit he has planned. Because we haven't even seen mm. him. S- this is his opening salvo, mm-hmm. right? Um, and he's a full tilt either. You know, he wants his <laughs> <laughs> he wants his name <laughs> written in letters oh, for in the sure. sky. You know, for sure. If it was up to him, there'd be a big uh, facetious Trump logo on the top of the White House. Yeah, exactly. With stripper poles on the side. Oh, yeah. God. Um. But uh, but yeah, I, I I'm wondering what is what he has in store for us next. Uh, 
you know, I I, I was actually reading uh, an article by Daily uh, on Daily Coast mm-hmm. about uh, the fact that they uncovered that uh, some of his um, funds, like his his, uh, he got a loan. Yeah. Uh, from a Russian company. Yep. Yep. Um, not really being reported on right now, but because mm-hmm. um, he killed a high-ranking uh, Iranian general. Isn't the timing just oh just, so oh. coincidental? Yes, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a master class in bullshittery. <laughs> um, Bullshitonomics. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I, if there's anything about this crazy administration is the, the terms that have been... Uh, formed around his um, uh, around his presidency and his actions. Like I heard somebody earlier today, it's just like he doesn't practice uh, diplomacy. He practices uh, like it, I wish I remember the phrase. It was like a cross between diplomacy and something with reality TV. And I was just like, it's perfect because that's exactly what it is. It's only meant to. It's all meant to be for show. Yes. You know, to reflect on him, he doesn't he doesn't make those moves behind the scenes like every other president has done. It's just like, all right, I'm setting up this situation for later. And, da, da, da. you know, all the stuff that people just don't find sexy, like everything he does, he thinks it has to be like a page out of a Star Wars comic or something like that. You know? and it's always got to be like fucking, you know, like Norman Osborn level. Like, yeah, <laughs> exactly. <You know? laughs> he rides away on a glider, you know, like fucking shit. Shaped like fucking Mayor McCheese. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I'm glad we're having that. Hope. Do you hear that? Whoa. What was that? Hold on. Let me go. Let me go check. I'm gonna turn on my flashlight here. All right, be careful, man. Do you see anything? Oh, no, it's okay. It's just a cute little. <laughs> oh, no. oh my god! Oh my god! I'm Pablo Morales Martinez. And I'm Ernesto Mancibo. And together we are Robots, Robots versus, versus Taxes on Radio Free Brooklyn. Yes! <laughs> Woo! Welcome to 2020. <laughs> I'm intact. I'm whole. Yeah, 2020. <laughs> Just sneaking up on you like uh, some sort of wild animal. <laughs> I know, right? Like a bear. <sighs> anyway, wow. <laughs> Dude, 2020, we're not even the second day in. <laughs> we're recording to you live from last Friday night, as per usual. Mm-hmm. Um, and boy, um, we're on the brink of world war. Australia's on fire. Um, 
Cats and dogs living together. I knew you were going to go there. <laughs> Mass hysteria. That's how you can always gauge how crazy things are yep. getting. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, fuck's sake, man. Um, so. Listen, the situation, as fucked up as it is, we knew this was coming. At some point, this was always a card on the table. He was going to try to start some sort of conflict in order to distract, deflect, from the dumpster fire that is his whole existence, his whole and everything that orbits it. Um, so now we're in the situation, right? We're in the situation. What we have to do is keep our eyes open and call things for what they are. This is this is a distraction. He shouldn't have done it. Many members of Congress are saying, you know, um, he didn't inform anybody. You can't take it. No, he informed he informed Lindsey Graham. Lindsey Graham said he was briefed shortly before the attacks happened. Hold Ooh. on, you know, I need a go pop for it. Open a, <laughs> a cold pop one. Open a cold one. <laughs> but Lindsey Graham is not Congress. It's just like you know, if I, t- <laughs> it's like if you if you decide that you are going to remodel the living room, and you tell me an hour before you do it, you think that's going to go over well with Sabrina? No, I don't think so. I think she'd enjoy the surprise. <laughs> right. No, that's that's totally yeah. Yeah. No. I I would be as you're telling me and as you revealed to me that you did not inform her, I would be inflating my air mattress <laughs> in anticipation for the moderate stay yeah. that you would be making at my place. Let's call it a 12-day stay <laughs> to be modest. It's like a staycation <laughs> with sadness. <laughs> Staycation with Sadness, the new novel by David Baldacci. <laughs> Find it at your nearest airport. From the same author of Spyfire. <laughs> and Spyfire 2, where did I put those towels? <laughs> that was a weird subtitle for a book. By David Baldacci. We love you, Baldacci. <laughs> Baldacci rocks! Wouldn't it be awesome if authors had like concerts? You know, <laughs> 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 they just came onto their the stage and like just read their book. You know, they're like lasers and you know flames in the background. Ray Parker Jr. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you gonna call? Um, Chuck Palahniuk or you know. Uh, let's say uh, Salman Rushdie. There you go. Yeah. All those authors. All of them. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers, buddy. To 2020. To 2020. <laughs> May we live to 2021? Yes. Yes, I sincerely hope so. No, no, not really. I just I just feel things, and then I plan. Because... What? <laughs> huh? I gotta say, I'm not looking. I'm not liking that look in your eye, buddy. <laughs> it's the glasses. It kind of looks like you want to kill me right now. No, no, <laughs> not right now. No, okay. Oh, I'm glad you care. Anywho, Australia. Australia. <laughs> uh, Australia's on fire. Yes, Australia's on fire. The thing is, um, it's like all the outer edge, essentially, and uh, several rescue workers have died in the line of duty 
um, trying to control these flames and put them out is like it's it's unbelievable and if if anybody can say like oh this this has nothing to do with climate change obviously fails or refuses to to see any of the connections but you were telling me about uh, an incident with the prime minister of australia and some folks Um, who were affected by the fire yeah because he went to go visit uh, his constituents uh out in you know um in the uh, in the fire ravaged areas where the the smoke is so thick that you could bear you can't even see the sun. So Holy cow. Oh, it was man. it was so weird because he visits this this like this small town in where the fires are like raging and it looks like a scene out of and I shit you not it, like it kind of has that Blade Runner 2049 tint, like that orange, like there is no sun. It's just like this yellowish, orangish tint to everything. Um, And he went to, you know, he went to go visit this town and he's just like, you know, he's asking the people like, hey, what is it that you want? And they were just like, we want a new fucking prime minister, you fucking asshole. He's like, Ooh. and they're just like, and an Australian cor- accent yeah, too. Yeah, I know exactly. I, I, I can't do an Australian <laughs> accent worth dick. I can't do most Australian accent. Uh, um, I can't do most accents worth <laughs> worth a damn. Uh, but man, they were fucking mad. No, I don't um, blame them. I mean, could you imagine like the environmental? When first of all, when people are affected by environmental catastrophes, they lose everything. Those of us here in the in the Northeast, we're really we've really kind of been spared from the level of devastation that they experience. Don't get me wrong. Um, people here have been hit hard by many things. Uh, a certain amount of flooding, Hurricane Sandy, which Flint, affected Flint, Michigan is still without yeah, clean water. For sure. For sure. But like there's nothing like fire or. Uh, the kind of like F five hurricanes that just scour the the ground of any like um, architecture and 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 any structure like we haven't experienced that sort of thing here in New York. So the amount of feeling and emotion that must bring out in people, I can't even imagine. So he was visiting a town called Cobargo on Thursday. Okay, uh, the prime minister's name is uh, Scott Morrison. Scott Morrison, and he got his ass berated royally um uh like they were just like it was your fucking corruption that brought this down on us like uh you don't believe climate change exists well fucking this is the fucking proof asshole and then they were just like get the fuck out of here (laughs) and you know he they basically ran his ass out on a rail what was what was his facial expression he went from like you know, I'm shaking hands with my constituents <laughs> to like, oh shit, I gotta get the fuck out of here, because <laughs> um, he he split, he he hightailed it out of that fucking town. Damn, because they were just starting to gather like around him. <laughs> That's you know what, <laughs> and I'm just like, good on ya, right? If, <laughs> if we did that to more of our leaders, I I bet that you know, they'd think twice about 
That doesn't happen enough. Yeah, it really doesn't. It really doesn't. Oh, man. So, but our hearts do go out to uh, the folks of um, Australia. Hang in there. Um, I'm hoping that the international community is stepping up to um, help you with this tragedy because... You know, it's not just it's not just about a fire and then, you know, it's an entire continent. It's a, a continent is on fire. I mean, Australia is not any small landmass. No. You know, so th- this says a lot. And to anybody around the world who's who's facing that sort of uh, environmental disaster or any environmental disasters like our hearts are with you. And hopefully our leaders, all of our leaders will get together and start taking action to try to minimize this we sort need of thing. to vote out the wrong ones. Yeah. And, and eat them. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Eat the rich. Yeah, for sure. Um, because at this point, they're getting mighty plump off their fucking, like, you know, their, their bribes and their corporate mm-hmm. monies. They're raking in the jack right now. And... The level of of wealth that these people have, like it boggles my mind. Like you can't, if you live in New York, and I'm sure any any city in this country, you can always go out and see the tale of two cities. You know, there are those who are affluent and don't really have to worry about anything, and then there are those, I would say, most people who are struggling, who who are just trying to get from day to day who um, I'm sure you've heard this popular statistic, like most people in this country cannot absorb a sudden $400 charge uh, for an emergency, whether medical or for like your car, something like that. People just wouldn't be able to absorb it. Um, And that's saying a lot. It doesn't have to be that way, especially when we have these billionaires who are earning more in a minute than any of the, the majority of their employees are earning in a year. You know, like, like, who was it? I'm not even going to talk about like the Waltons or Jeff Bezos because like the amount of wealth they have, it's you would think they were trying to build another world. (laughs) You know, what's funny about them is that they are so afraid of of like policies that are being touted around by Bernie Sanders Mm -hmm. and Elizabeth Warren. Yep. Um you know, uh, plans to, you know, help uh, to tax their wealth, mm-hmm. despite the fact that most of them have been like Jeff Bezos and the Waltons. They've been taxed like um, z- zero. zero big fat goose. Egg. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was looking for that. I was looking for that <laughs> word. I was looking for that <laughs> phrase and I couldn't find it. I was just like, where is this? Is this a mongoose? <laughs> I don't even use that from day to day. It was just in there. Yeah, okay. I just get like Manchurian style. It just popped out. We're synced, man. I'm actually frightened. I was just I don't use that term on a on a <laughs> ever. <laughs> well, you use it now on this really amazing show. That's right. Uh, where you are. I'm Ernesto Manciba. Right, of course. And I am Pablo Morale Martinez. And together we are Robots, Robots versus, versus Taxes Texas on Radio Free Brooklyn. That's right. I want to I want to do a uh, special shout out to uh, to a few of our fans. Special shout out, shout out <laughs> to Matt Cameron. And this is long overdue, Gabrielle Mishka. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> We hope you're still listening, Gabrielle. Uh, seriously, like we notice, uh, we notice our fans. Yes. You know, <laughs> the, 
let's be honest here. They don't they don't come at us in throngs. You no, know? they but, don't. So we appreciate every single iota of support. So thank you. Thank you very much for listening. Um, so yes, once again, our hearts go out to um, the people in Australia and who are um, suffering under these horrible, horrible conditions of climate change. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what's funny about this whole thing was like I was talking to my therapist about it. Okay. Because I was just like, you know, because uh, it's been no secret that this uh, this past winter has not really been a winter in uh, New York City. I was just about to say the same thing. Usually New Year's Eve is like bitter cold. It's like you feel it in your um, cloaca. Yeah. I don't even know where that is. <laughs> it's, it's not something on people. Don't don't I, don't tell me. Don't tell me. I want to find out for my, my okay. Cool. cool. I just really like the word, but <laughs> but it's usually such a bitter cold. Like you have to bundle up this year. You know, you. I'm wearing a fucking light sweater, yeah. and I was sweating my balls off. Yeah, you were. You were. <laughs> when the balls dropped, that's when we knew it was midnight. <laughs> <laughs> there are Pravel's balls. Yeah, there there they are, right on the table. Surprising mixture of brass and candy. You know, so. Diabetic. So, um, <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, uh, I was talking to my therapist about it and, uh, she said, cause I was telling her, I was like, it's been like really unseasonably warm and I'm really scared for our future. And she was like, don't worry about this. This isn't really like, People need to stop freaking out over like over the the warm weather we're experiencing. This happens all the time. And I'm just like, what? And she's like, I'm tired of oh people uh, people saying that uh, that it's all it's, it's all this climate change. It's all this climate change. It's like it's not. We're just experiencing. There's a difference between climate and weather. And what we're experiencing right now is weather. We need to stop scaring the children. And I was like, the children? And she was like, yeah. Uh, like, I have kids that I speak to that are so scared that the world is ending. Like, because every day they're hearing that climate change is happening. Climate change is happening. The world is going to warm over. And I'm just like, in my head, I'm just like, this is a really cavalier attitude mm, mm. to have for this because it's been warm. It's been really oddly warm in New York City. It's been it's been warm and it's like and it's unusual. That's the thing. Yeah. While she is right that there is a difference between weather and climate, um we will start to see the change of climate in certain weather patterns. Like is it true that sometimes you can just have a very mild day during the winter? Sure, of course, we've experienced that, but we've been alive long enough to notice the difference between the winters that we had when we were kids and the winters that we experienced as teenagers and then as young adults and then as, you know, fully grown and sexy people. So glad you added that. Yeah, there you go. Um, <laughs> but um, we've noticed the difference. Like, remember when, like clockwork, you could expect a fucking snowstorm every winter. Right. Like you're just like, you know, the snow's going to come in. Make sure you have shit in the house because you don't want to go out now. It's like a winter squall. <laughs> and we're all like bearing down and it's like, oh, get ready because you're going to get a shotgun full of snow. Yeah, exactly. Like it, it, it would actually snow. Now we're lucky if we get like a disgusting slush. Yeah. <laughs> 
And we haven't really. All we got was like a thin layer of ice and like rain. Yeah, that's it. I mean, we're still, you know, we've still got more winter, but I can't remember the last time there was a, um, like, we need to shut down the city <laughs> because I think maybe that was 2000. 16? Yes. Yeah. Yes. The beginning of 2016. Yeah. Um, they were just like, if don't drive and, you know, only emergency vehicles on the roads. And even then, you better be really hurt. You right. know, so <laughs> they didn't say that part. <laughs> you better but... <laughs> be in a ditch and die. <laughs> um, yeah, I was um, I, I'm I was kind of surprised that she pulled and that my uh, my therapist was just like, please, won't somebody please. <laughs> They get the children. Ah, oh, man. Um, yeah, it's it's very concerning that your therapist said that. <laughs> My therapist is really good. Is really good. It's just weird that she chose that route. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, look, I don't want to scare the children, but at the same time, I think children have an innate sense, especially these days, of the stuff they're going to inherit. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, that and that's that's that I feel like is the biggest issue. That's one of the biggest issues that we're facing right now. You know, with Greta Thunberg basically lamb, lambast, lambasting, lambasting. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the UN. Yeah. And uh, you know, it's in the air. Mm-hmm. You know, p- kids are fucking. They're worried they're going to get shot. Yep. Uh, and they're worried that a tidal wave will just come in and just wipe them away off the map. And we wonder why all of them like flock to Fortnite. You know, they are trying to build this other reality that they can enjoy and sort of be themselves and not have to worry about like this horrible shit. And I don't blame them, honestly. I mean, we've seen we've seen that wave increasing over the years, especially with the advent of the internet and online gaming people just choosing that level of escapism i mean once we see like vr and ar uh become more widely integrated into our everyday devices and everybody essentially has standard access it's going to be a whole new ball game uh what do you think of this whole like thing with samsung they're going to roll out this thing called neon have you heard about that no no what's neon they're saying like it's some kind of ai thing i don't know I was wondering actually if you if you've heard about it. So if no. you haven't, it's like, I'll have to uh, I'll have to do some research. Um, are they going to like um, flip a switch sometime this year and it'll like take over like military <laughs> operations? Because I I have a feeling that may not work out to our advantage if that's how they're going to do it. Uh, we've seen that movie already. We get it. <laughs> Two Terminators. One blows away John Connor in the beginning. I've seen that movie. Oh, my God. Spoilers. Spoilers no. for Terminator Dark. <laughs> Piece of shit. Hated that movie. I did like our guy's performance, though. Um, uh, Gabriel Luna? Yeah. Yeah. He was good. He's a good robot. He deserves... He was fucking killer as uh, a Ghost Rider. Yes, yes, he was, and I really liked him as as um, the the Terminator R nine in um, the Rev nine. The Rev nine. Oh my god! Yeah, it was. Uh, it, we don't call them Terminators anymore. It was. It was a cool concept, like you know, the way like part of his exoskeleton would like flow off of him and become sort of like a second, a second one. Yeah, yeah. That was. Why really don't they cool. just send a bunch of them? 
Why do they always just send one? I think we spoke about this on a previous show. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. Like, I have a feeling about that too. Like, I, I, I think <laughs> if they, if they, if they really want to do something outrageous with this series, they should just have one of the movies end with like, sort of like a reverse end game sequence where it's just a whole bunch of like time bubbles forming everywhere, and just like terminators pouring in from the future and they're just like fuck it enough with the subtlety (laughs) (laughs) or there's just bombs we're (laughs) set we're sending nothing but austrian robots into the past you know yes austrian robots yeah (laughs) john carner sabrina hates it when i do that sabrina (laughs) producer of the show I hope our new uh, soundboard picked that up. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Um, but yes, owl and such. Um, so um, let's switch over to more comfortable environments. Yes, yes. The, let's slip out of these, uh, the these suits goodness. and into the dry martini. That's right. That that's is right. the robot section. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Um... So, folks, if you listened to the show last week, we went on real bender when it came down to Star Wars. We nerded the fuck out. Episode nine. Yes. However, there there is there's something that's been quite a buzz on the interwebs over the last two days. Ah. Uh? There is apparently, and there's a lot of credence being given to this. There is a JJ a JJ Abrams cut. Apparently, over the past I don't know six months, Disney was pressuring J.J. to make the movie a certain way, even though when they brought him on, he said they said that he had total control and artistic license. (laughs) Bullshit! Well, you know, whatever that means from the mouse. Let's let's get that straight, you know. I'll give you complete control. (laughs) Yeah, sure. (laughs) I wish I could do a Donald so he'd come in and be like... I can't do a Donald without like wrecking my vocal cords, but and then I imagine Disney doing that wave from Breaking Bad, and then a whole bunch of like red lights appear on J.J. Abrams' chest, you know, like the Predator. Yeah, I didn't even know you own that property. I do now. <laughs> you do that way too well. <laughs> but um, so apparently, uh. Somebody who I guess is on the inside was, you know, working on the production released something to Reddit where they were just like, okay, there were certain scenes that were supposed to be way longer, certain revelations that were supposed to be far more overt, like Finn being force sensitive, like we were actually supposed to see physical evidence of his force sensitivity in the film. Um, I know Rose Tico is supposed to have an entire scene with Leia. Yep. And that yep, never happened. And it, it never happened. Um, something with like BB-8 being partially damaged at the beginning and stuff like that. And then Ray going like, oh no, Poe's going to kill me or something along those lines. Um, apparently, we were supposed to see all of the all of the past Jedi somewhere in the ending scene, at least all of them who haven't previously only been animated like Ahsoka and and. Uh, other Jedi of that nature but they said that they had the actors come in and film all of that oh mother fuck that's what they're saying amazing what I'm thinking I I mean because the the people are really 
you know how people are feeling about uh, the rise of Skywalker. And there are already petitions starting to bubble up on the internet of, you know, release the Abrams cut. Um, <laughs> I'm wondering. Oh, boy. Yeah, apparently this this is going to be a thing from now on. When people don't like the movie and there's enough fans, they're like, release the bubble oh, yeah. cut, you know. Release the Schneider cut. <laughs> Zack Schneider's like, yeah, release the Schneider cut, man. <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> but I'm thinking, what if Disney, what if... Disney had this up their sleeve the whole time just to create another wave of Disney Plus subscribers. Suppose when they release this, you know, on Blu-ray and then inevitably uh, on their streaming service, they're just like, you know, sign up now to get the exclusive director's cut with additional three hours of footage. You know, yeah. some along those lines. We will take you inside J.J. Abrams' pants yeah. and <laughs> show you as badass. <laughs> Jeez. It's like, okay. And then he, he shows up on screen for a little bit, and he's just like, yeah, I, I, in this cut, you're uh, you're going to see my penis. You know? <laughs> this is an odd move for Disney. And it, turns, <laughs> and it just turns out to be like another Cloverfield uh, <laughs> entry. It's just like, God damn it, he always sneaks that in, you know. <laughs> Ten Cloverfield inches. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. <laughs> Holy cow. Wow. He packs it on, man. Jeez. All right. This this show went somewhere I was not <laughs> expecting. All right. The Moyle had a tough time that day. Oh, oh man. So anyway, yeah, that's what's going on in Star Wars land uh, yeah. in regard to the fandom. So we'll see how this develops. I'm pretty sure we're going to be hearing more and more about this as the weeks progress. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But um, Marvel came out and said, sorry, sorry to switch over. No, no, no. So violently. It's kind of the same anyway. Marvel, Disney. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, 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 I, I'm sorry. I don't want to do a Disney cut of our show where we're just rushing through plot points. Yeah. No, no. no. But we got to get to the next one. Man. <laughs> um, so with regards to uh, Marvel. They're, they said they're going to be introducing the first transgender character into the Marvel Universe. Oh, yeah? Keyword being character, mm. not superhero. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, ah, wake me up when it's a superhero. Because mm. um, I got to see my Moon Dragon, yo. Moon Dragon would be a shoe in oh, really? for huh. transgender character. Ah, good Transgender point. superhero. Good point. Good point. Yeah. I'm looking I'm just looking forward to seeing how Marvel diversifies its uh, diversifies its characters over the years. Um because it's about time and it's just more interesting to see. Um it's more humanizing too cuz most people think of transgenderism uh, let me not say most people, but a certain segment of people only see uh the transgender movement in the abstract and not as actual people with full lives and thoughts and dreams and aspirations. Yeah. They're always relegated to like background characters. Yeah. They're always just, they, they like this anomaly and it's just like, no, this, they're, they're, they're people there, you know, but, um, sometimes people need to be educated through film, unfortunately, as opposed to going out there and experiencing it for themselves. But, 
Uh, I mean, like... I think a perfect place to insert a transgender character would be in The Eternals. Oh, that would be... Like, like introduce uh, a transgender character into The Eternals or The Inhumans. Mm. Like, um... Uh, something that like really like pot like in, like kind of brings something new to like a property that would that would say something bold, you mm-hmm. know. Um, instead of just being like, "Oh, hey, look, there's Trudy. Hi," you know, <laughs> and just wave at her. <laughs> hey, yeah, there she is, our first transgender character, ladies and gent- gentlemen. Um, <laughs> Nothing to see here. <laughs> Woo! Jeez. We did it. Yeah, ain't in a thing. And that's then. <laughs> then at that point, that's when uh, DC will swoop in and do like this epic, like yeah, I know, right? <laughs> movie with a transgender. I guy. don't even know their character. Like the question, <laughs> right? Exactly. The question. Yeah. I mean, the question is kind of like they changed it from the from a male character. I think it was name was Vic Sage. Mm-hmm. And then um, I only know that because of uh, Justice League Unlimited. Oh. Uh, and then they changed it to Renee Montoya from Batman the Animated Series. Holy cow. Yeah. And I didn't know that in Gotham, you know, that show, that that Batman show that yeah. had no Batman. Um, <laughs> hate that show. It was about Gotham. Yeah, it was about Gotham. You know, Gotham's a character, too. Ooh. Sorry, I was trying to <laughs> sound all screenwritery, you know, like... <laughs> New York City is a secondary. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> well, there I go. My... I hate people that say that. Well, there I go. My dreams of like sitting at a Starbucks with a MacBook and, you know. <laughs> and then they fall in love with New York City, which is also a character. That... Until I see like an anthropomorphic New York City like rise out of the ground and just like. Oh, God. Don't date him, Mark Ruffalo. You know, <laughs> it, it, it it becomes an actual character in a romantic comedy starring Mark Ruffalo. Oh my God, Billy Eichner. Because why not? Uh, we but, need to write it. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, uh, what was I going to say? But in in Gotham, they did they introduced Renee Montoya into it too, and I was like wondering, I was just like. Are they going to do the question? Or is she going to be the question? That's freaking awesome. And they didn't. Damn. They introduced... Instead, they introduced Bane. Um, Did they really? they really? They introduced what I can only describe as a steampunk version of Bane. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> was he at least like Diesel? He was Diesel, but he was wearing like a clockwork vest. Oh, <laughs> it was weird. It was really weird. What kind of accent did he have? I have no. I can't. I. I. I can't remember. Honestly, <laughs> that show is so unbelievably forgettable. <laughs> it's like Titans. Oh, Titans! <sighs> the less said about that show, the better. Yeah. You know, I tried watching that again. Why? Oh, Why do you man, do this to I yourself? I don't know. I don't know because. Like I'm just like I want to see like a superhero show, and I, mean, I, I kind of gave up on the Flash. You 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 get you get on top of me when it comes down to um, damn strange some of the trash that I watch, <laughs> but like but Titans is bad. It's like it doesn't even it's not even like the kind of bad that we like when we do bad movie night. It's just bad. Speaking of bad movie night, I think I have our next bad movie. Oh, God, I, I've been. We need one of those yeah. badly. 
the John Travolta vehicle, the fanatic. What? Yeah, there, he released a movie directed by Fred Durst called The Fanatic. Well, I'm sorry. Whoa. <laughs> Rewind. <laughs> he released. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's a John Travolta vehicle directed by Fred Durst of Fr- Limp Biscuit fame. Fred Durst, like. Chocolate store! <laughs> and the hot dog fried with water! Oh, no. That guy. Oh, my God. Okay. Oh, my God. Sounds like he's being strangled. Your, <laughs> your Fred Durst is, is is perfect, by the way. Thank you. Because I, I really expect that's his cadence if you speak to him face yeah, to face. I just have to speak like somebody who's like choking the shit out of my balls. And mm-hmm. I also, you know, I have no talent. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Hey man, he he made his money off of that though, yeah, so I can't hate on him. Like we I can hate on him. We uh, we got to find our own like shtick <laughs> that we can that we can parlay into a few million bucks because uh, <laughs> you know I'm tired of this. Get good at gambling. No, no, I'm not walking into that underworld. I mean, there's an overworld, but there's still an there is still so, you know. yeah, that's true. But you know what? Everything has an underworld. Yeah, that's true. You know, soon we'll be delving into the underworld yeah, of podcasting. We're all, we'll all be in the under, we'll be underwater in the underworld. <laughs> Kevin Costner, you know, we, we all saw that movie. By the end by the end of this year, we might be in the upside down. Uh, why? Because Stranger Things 4 is going to come out? Well, yeah, that is that going to come out? I thought it was going to come out like after they released all the Avatar movies because it feels like it takes so long between seasons. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I got it. I got to tell you, man, those Stranger Things, that show is losing its luster for me. It's uh, not it's not as strange as as you thought it would be, right? Yeah, I know. It's like, oh, another creature from the upside down. Oh no. I get, get let me guess. Fucking 11 has powers. See, I called it. Mespa? I called it after the first season. I said, you know, Stranger Things wasn't really that strange. Yeah. And you're just like, it's just the name of the show. And I'm just like, it's advertisement. It's true. Um, I just really wish that they... I, I just wish that they had something, like, really strange. Yeah. Um, like, I don't know. Um, that it had nothing to do with the Upside Down. Mm-hmm. And then just, like, that uh, that kid... Uh, Dustin, he'd just wake up with balls on his, like, he just, his <laughs> balls dropped, but they, like, they grew out on, on his forehead. Hey. Um, and he's like, strange, this is strange. <laughs> this is weird. And then they'd all sing the theme to, you know, um. Gummy bears. Uh, gummy bears, yeah, that's right. right. <laughs> Is that coming out in the 80s? It did. Who cares? It oh, did. really? Oh, yeah. awesome. <laughs> all that stuff. Back when shows had, like themes that were sung you know like gummy bears bouncing here and there and everywhere (laughs) that guy sucks dick for crack but what do we care (laughs) we are the gummy bears right (laughs) jesus you know you know what's funny i think that's the hbo version (laughs) of gummy bears like i know right (laughs) gummy bears contains full frontal (laughs) nudity You know, Zendaya is oh my stars God. in <laughs> Gummy Bears, coming soon to HBO, written by Damon Lindelof. <laughs> it's the most gummy dick you'll see in your life. <laughs> and Sabrina will be like, it's written by Damon Lindelof. <laughs> I have to see it now. 
Because she likes things written by Damon Lindelof. I, I gathered. I gathered. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, I was talking to our, our friend Khaled, and he said that I swear too much on this show. What? Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean He's swear like, too his much? His impression of this show is wonderful. What was his impression? His Damn, impre- I wish he would have Yeah, wish he his impression me. of the show was just like, uh, you know, Ernesto comes in. And he says something very thoughtful. And then you come in and you're just like, fuck that. (laughs) (laughs) I was just like, (laughs) that's dead on. That's dead on. Mm. Oh, God. Halad, if you're listening, could you write that in review form (laughs) on iTunes? I would really, I would really love to just read that and know that other people are going to read that and say, huh, might as well give this a shot. Yeah. (laughs) Speaking of which, we're on iTunes. Write us a review. That's right. Email us at robotsversustaxes at gmail.com. We are also on Spotify and Google Podcasts. That's right. You can download all of our previous episodes uh, or stream them directly to any of your devices. And uh, yeah, give them a shot. Listen to how we've evolved over the past two years. Yes. Yes. It's a spectacle. It is a testicle. It was. (laughs) I agree. Dude, I can't wait for the X-Men to show up in the Marvel Universe. Oh, man. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome, but it's going to be a while, though. I mean, I think they're going to give us... They're going to start dropping breadcrumbs the way they did with the whole Infinity Stones. Like, things that we assume are one form will later be revealed to be the cause of, you know, mutant dumb or something like that. Um, that's gotta be, it's <laughs> gotta be changed. It would be amazing if they dropped a Nimrod reference. Oh my God. Oh my God. From the, <laughs> they from the might. recent fucking Jonathan Aikman run a fucking, uh, you know, house of X. They might. Power, uh, powers of X. Yeah. Yeah. Bo- both. Yeah. Both. Uh, both. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they might. Um, I, I could definitely see it happen. I think that we'll probably, get some sort of reference like that once the fantastic four hit the scene because they deal with high technology and crazy concepts like that so i feel i feel like it'll happen them and we're going to get them we're definitely going to get them first how they're going to be introduced i don't know maybe they were doing some space exploration when the snap happened and they got bombarded with all that gamma radiation Uh, no, I don't, I don't think so because then that'd be a, like a recent thing. Okay. And I feel like, uh, so you think that they've always been, well, hmm. yeah, I feel like they've always been around. Okay. It's not like, you know, uh, they would drop, like, uh, they'd make some half-assed reference in like the new mutants movie, I which is still coming out. Um, wow. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I've been saying that for yes, years. Yes, you have. I mean, I, I think that we're, until it actually comes out, I'm not going to believe that it's actually coming out because it, it just seems like it's it's Maisie been... Williams will be on her deathbed. <laughs> <laughs> and they'll still make her do like, you know, press for that movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wheel her out. She's got like a, a glucose bag. <laughs> Where do I, is this the line for <laughs> Billy Eilish? You know. <laughs> this is a press junket for New Mutants. I remember the New Mutants. <laughs> they were mutants that were new. <laughs> oh, God. All right, Macy. Thanks. Uh, great. <laughs> Let's get the fuck out of here. She smells like she shit herself. <laughs> what a bleak picture you paint for Macy Williams. Jeez. <laughs> 
Wow. <laughs> she saved us from the... Uh... This was all forest before no. it was made of fire. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Wow, you paint a very bleak picture for everything. But I, I, I don't envy Marvel's... Um, well, let me, let me change that because while I don't envy them, uh, I'm sure that the writers are being compensated ha- quite handsomely in order to make this happen. But it doesn't seem like they're just going to make the mutants or the Fantastic Four like just new things that pop up. It's like, oh, and now these are here. It seems like they're going to try to weave them in like, oh, they've always been here. We just we just didn't know or we didn't see it. And it's because of this twist, you know, like <laughs> like. <laughs> bring in M. Night Shyamalan yeah like, like it's Shyamalan the whole thing like what what if they are suddenly like oh you know they drop a a, um, a Badlands reference or a Krakoa reference uh, oh, to man. explain like where all the mutants have been and then the next question is just like well when the planet was being fucked <laughs> with alien invasions and then Thanos like where were you guys it's like we were just drinking beer bub you know <laughs> And you got Willem Dafoe to be Wolverine. Oh, my, oh my God. We were killing gulls. <laughs> you don't like my lobster soup? You know, that's a reference to the I got to watch that fucking you movie, watch man. movie, man. It's, it's so fucking good. That movie's fucking great. Uh, it's definitely in like my top 10 of the year. I'm going to watch it this weekend, and next show we're going to discuss it. Oh, we're going to talk about it? Like fucking adults. Nice. Doesn't have to all be superheroes. No, it really doesn't. Nice. I mean, nice. (laughs) (laughs) See, actually, I think that's a good place to start wrapping things up. All right, all right. Rap our rascals. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Folks, thanks for being with us on this first show of a new decade. Yeah, thanks a lot. We promise you we are going to bring you more of the same quality and somewhere along those lines increase that quality to passable. Uh sometime <laughs> within the near future. Um and take this show to places that are weird, that are wild. Yeah. If you're already masturbating to our voices. Try now to choke yourself a little bit and, like, put a lemon wedge in your mouth just to, like, you know, snap you out of that hole, you know, uh, because I've heard that makes the orgasms last a lot longer. Or download us to your phone and listen to us when you're going to work. Yeah, you know, this the, is perfect, you know, uh, perfect for the for the Monday drive. We don't recommend doing those two things that Pavel and I suggested at the same time. No, but uh, if you can, you're super talented. But, <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, from both of us here, I'm Pablo Morales Martinez. And I'm Ernesto Mancibo. And together we are Robots, Robots vs. Taxes. Taxes on Radio Free Brooklyn. That's right. And while you're out there, you could try keeping it real. But you should try keeping it right. Song of the Week.
tune that we always play for the lead. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.